0: Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello 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 and welcome back to another episode I've actually now planned out all of the February and March content and it's just making me so excited. Um, While this isn't just a podcast about Galaxy, obviously Galaxy is the system I compete in and the system that has my heart. And we are now in the six week run up to the Galaxy UK finals. So there will be a lot of content that focuses on those last stages. It's not all last stage stuff. And actually, the last stages should be thought about well in advance. Um, I thought about mine well in advance, and it's more acting on those last stages now. So you've definitely got a lot of uh, last stage stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. But whether you are competing soon or not, it's really important to be thinking about these things ahead of time. Even more so with this wonderful list that I'm going to be giving you today. So today I'm doing what not to do the week before so these are things you do not want to be doing the week before you compete um some of them you do want to do you just don't want to do them before and then some of them are just flat out nose but um we'll, we'll go into that as we go through now this is a mixture of learning from my uh, <laughs> sad experiences, um, issues that other ladies have talked to me about as well. I've included some of those. And whether you've competed before or not, these are going to be massively valuable. Because sometimes if you've competed competed before, maybe you did one of these things, but you didn't realise the consequences of that action. Or maybe you did one of these things, but you did it four weeks before. And this time you thought, ah, I'll do it the week before, it will be fine. And I'm going to be here to tell you, no, do not do these things the week before. Um, obviously, completely up to personal interpretation, but I've really tried to focus in on the things that I feel would be detrimental to everybody to do in the week before. Um, if you want to take the risk, it's completely up to you. But I am here to say I would highly recommend you. You don't take the risk with these things. So let's get into it. What not to do the week before? So, my number one is new beauty treatments. You do not know how your skin's going to react. It might be a brand that you're used to, but a different um, therapist treating you. Some are a bit more aggressive. Um, Depending on where you are in your cycle, uh, you might react differently. It's just not worth it. If there is a treatment, so there are certain treatments that are really good in the week before, you need to make sure that you've tried it a couple of months out and seen how you react. Um, ideally, you want to be trying it in um, a point in your cycle that you are going to be at when you compete. Now, if you're like me, it is very hard for me to know where I am in my cycle because I'm not regular. I've got polycystic ovary, ovarian syndrome. And um, so I can go three months without having like a, a, a period. And therefore, it's very hard to know where in my cycle I am. So if I was going to do a new treatment, I might want to try it a couple of times at different points in previous months to just get a feel, um, a feel for how it's going to react with my skin. Um, and intensive treatments, I would steer clear because there's no way I can time it well enough to know how my skin is going to react at that point. So no new beauty treatments, full stop in the last week before competition. Sticking with the beauty theme, A full pedicure for me is a big no-no in the week before competition. What you want to be looking for is a colour change. So they will do a file, like a file and polish. um, Or, yeah, if you're gel or acrylics or whatever you're doing is a full colour change. Now, this is feet. Um, Hands, you could do uh, a full manicure uh, where they do all the cuticles and they do all the exfoliating and they do the moisturising and nourishing. Time it well with your tan, uh, you don't want to have oily hands when you're getting your tan done. You don't want your tan to ruin your nails. Uh, make sure you're checking with whoever's doing your spray tan of when they recommend whether to do it before or after. Also, you don't want to then have a manicure after having your tan done and lose it. But the pe- the reason why you don't have a full pedicure in the week running up, particularly when you get those more aggressive um, sanding, there's some where they do like a razor shave or like a cheese grater take off. Um, it you you will have built up a certain like level of resistance in your foot. Certain areas of your foot will be harder. And that's because of the built up of the resistance within your shoes. If you then go and have a full pedicure and make your feet super soft and silky, you are going to slip around in your shoe more than you are used to doing. You are going to rub in your shoe more than you are used to doing. Those dry, hard bits, as horrible as they are, and as much as we'd love to have super soft feet all the time... Those are there because of the shoes you wear and the things you do with your feet. If you want to maintain that grip in your shoe, if you want your shoe not to rub and cut through, then you don't want to be touching a full pedicure in the week up. Um, you want to be having that one the month before. If you're the kind of person that has regular pedicures the month before, make sure you're having a full pedicure and then just go for the color change. I am six weeks out now. I won't now have a full pedicure before the pageant. That's, that's how much it can change how your foot is in your shoe. Um, I will get the, like the cuticles done, um, but there will be no sanding, no scrubbing of my foot now um, happening. What I do is the moisture socks at home with coconut oil. Um, I might do those a couple of times just to make sure that I'm really nourished. I'm training a lot at the moment and that for me can increase my risk of like splitting, my heel splitting, which obviously you don't want because that is not attractive. Um, so lots of water going in your mouth and nourishment going on the outside of your shoe, but you don't want, in a, like the hard areas, you don't want them filed off um, in that last week. Um, trust me, you will thank me later. My number three is Anything that causes bumps and bruises. Um, There are certain things in my gym training that I have been, that I have already taken out because I bruise quite easily. Um, I do tend to heal from cuts very easily, but bruises just seem to love me. So there are certain things that I've taken out um, adapted my form. Maybe I've reduced weight because, um, are things that would be more risk of causing me injury. So I've reduced the weight down, even though I could lift a lot heavier with a certain exercise. Um, I'm not going to be going paintballing. Well, I don't like paintballing anyway. Um, I like watching it. It's fun watching other people do it, but I'm not going to be going paintballing or laser tagging or to gymnastics club or anything that could risk any kind of bumps and bruises, I'm not going to go cross-country running, um, to be honest I'm barely running down the street because I yes, I bruise easily, um, I yes you can cover them up with makeup and you're not necessarily going to lose because you've got a bruise or a bump or something but you've worked really hard for this, don't blow it all in the last week, um, it's funny list, listing some of these because I wouldn't do some of these in the last six weeks let alone the last week so you might want to uh, think about that bit too. <laughs> So my number four is a new uh, fitness exercise. Again, this connects with getting injured, but also the aches and pains. You don't know how your body is going to react. There are certain exercises that initially when you start doing them would make you bloat more um, while your body is trying to recover for them. You don't know uh, what your recovery period and things is going to be like. Um, upping like your intensive exercise, particularly if you're watching what your food intake as well, might leave you unnecessarily drained and exhausted. And one of the big things you need when entering a pageant is a lot of energy. You don't want to be missing out on that energy. Um, and it's not just about the food, which is going to be my next point, but it's also about the exercise and knowing what your body can handle and still have energy left over. Um, having a plan going into those last couple of days I am still working on what my final week's plan, um, what I refer to as peak week, which is actually a phrase stolen from the fitness industry, um, what my peak week exercise plan will be because I will still exercise because it keeps me happy Um, and I suffer from restless leg syndrome and I don't want that kicking in and that kicks in when I don't exercise. So I'm still working on my final week's plan Um, I will talk about that in a future episode But I definitely won't be trying anything new in that week. It'll be more about reducing things down, if anything, uh, or maybe bringing weights down slightly so I've got that little bit more energy, um, maybe going 70% instead of 90% that I'd done in a previous exercise in the weeks prior. Um, But no, no new fitness exercise craziness in that last week, please. So my next one, as I hinted at, is food or diets. Um, I've talked about this before because usually, uh, the last few days before competition and while I'm at the venue, because I'm not in control of my food, I usually do a juice cleanse. Now it's not so much about the cleanse bit, but it's the fact that I can bring those frozen fruit and veg juices. The ones I use are predominantly vegetable, frozen fruit and veg juices with me. Um, and then I topped it up with some then chicken breast. Now I'm predominantly plant-based, so I won't be doing that this time, um, but I topped it up with some really simple ingredients that I could get. But I knew that I had my food with me. But I test ran the brand I used last time three times throughout the year to make sure how it reacted with me and my energy levels on it and things like that. Um, the company has since gone under or disappeared. Uh, I'm not going to say gone under, it might have rebranded or whatever, but the company has disappeared. So I did test run another one earlier in the year that I loved. Um, And they've disappeared now as well, which is really weird. So I'm kind of getting the hint that maybe the legislations have changed in the juicing industry um, if a lot of them had disappeared. Um, And again, I'm working at the moment in line with what my fitness plan will be for that last week, what my food plan will be for the last week. It's slightly easier this time because I've aged up a category. I used to be the last night of four finals nights. Plus, there's a workshop day. I was there for nearly a week where I wouldn't have been able to control my food. Whereas now I'm arriving the day before, um, possibly the day before that at the most, but definitely the day before, it's only two days of looking after my food that I need to deal with, that I haven't got control as much because I haven't got a kitchen there or anything like that. Um, I will probably take a microwave. That's, that's what I'm looking at doing. You know, taking a microwave and living off microwave broccoli and microwave sweet potato for a couple of days. Um, <laughs> but you do not, want to risk trying something new and crazy, um, things like the juice cleanses can give you some weird tummy issues. You've got things like the booties, like the skinny teas, the skinny coffees. You don't want to be trying that in your peak week for the first time. If you want to do those kind of things, and I'm not in any way saying you should or have to, same with the juice cleanse. For me, that's just about the fact that I um, have intolerances with certain foods And I like to have that control. I will risk those intolerances when I'm not competing. I will eat from the hotel after I've competed because if I get ill, it doesn't matter so much. Um, Whereas in the run up, I want that control. And for me, I only found that with the juices, whereas this year I'm going to find it with taking a microwave. Um, And um, so make sure you've tried those things a few times. Um, and that you know whatever it is that you're going to do, that your body can handle it, that your mental side can handle it, that you've got enough energy and you've got enough mental capacity to go into competition with whatever you're putting in your body. Because what you're putting in your body is so important. My next one... and oh, I could be quite bad at this, Um, is stalking other contestants. Now, I say that in a nice way. I'm not talking about, like, creeping outside the house in the middle of the night. I'm predominantly talking about looking at their profiles um, on your pageant's website um, or going around and stalking them on social media and be like, oh, what's she doing? What's she doing? Is she, like, revealing her outfit? Has she shown her outfit? Is she doing this? Oh, she's going to the gym more than me. Oh, she's done more appearances. Like, seriously? All it's going to do is muck with your mental state. Now, some people will really, really get a good connection with having a look at their competition. Um, In sport, this can be quite beneficial, particularly if you're like a one-on-one opponent. You want to see their weak areas. Um, If they had a certain shot in tennis, I don't know about tennis, they have a certain weak shot, their backhand in tennis is, is really poor. You might want to know that so that you can constantly feed them backhands and therefore win the game the match is it a match in tennis seriously don't know anything about tennis um but in pageantry it's just not like that it's you're not one-on-one with anyone the person you're most at competition with is yourself Um, so I'd really even if you do get a kick and it does drive you forward I wouldn't be doing it in the last week um I like looking at their profiles because I like to try and connect with the girls in advance that are going to be in my category. One of the things I really love about pageantry is the family and the sisterhood of it. And there's so little time to do that in, pageant land and at over the weekend that I try and at least to have touch base particularly if there's lots of new people it's nice to have someone reach out and be like hi I'm competing too and then they've got a face they recognize and you've got a face that you've recognized so I use I do check in with the other contestants in advance because I like that and I like to build the bonds and the friendships you're much more likely to have friendships you can take away afterwards if you do that but last week should be focused on what you need to get done and what you need to be doing. If you have time to stalk other contestants in your last week, you want to seriously think about what it is you've forgotten to do. Just saying. Which runs into my next point. You do not want to be losing focus. It's very hard sometimes for other people to understand your drive and ambition and everything that you're trying to achieve by competing. And sometimes you will find that well-meaning friends and family will try to distract you. In last week, oh, we don't want you to get too stressed and come out, come out to this party, and you'll feel good. And although um, might you feel guilty because you've been working really hard for it, and maybe you haven't spent as much time with them, but you need to remember that you have spent all this time working really hard for a reason. This is important to you. This means something to you. Don't lose focus now you are so close, so close you can taste it, I mean, as I said, even six weeks out, I'm already in that mind frame, if I can't lose focus now, and I won't lose focus now, I've got my big charity event coming up, um, so that really helps to control my focus, because I've got that, and then two weeks after is Galaxy, Um, but you need to do everything within your power to maintain that focus, and not let particularly other people pull you away from it, but also yourself, um, if you've been working really, really hard, sometimes the idea of winning is actually a little bit scary. and um, that you've been so driven towards your goal that what are you gonna do once you actually achieve it? Um, and I'm gonna do an episode about pageant come down and how to deal with all of that. Um, so listen to that because that'll help with this one too. But you need to not get in your own way, it's not just about other people pulling your focus, it's you pulling your focus because if you like muck up this like last week and don't do anything and then don't win you'll be like oh it was because of that week you've got something to blame don't have anything to blame go in there um with no regrets that you know that you have worked your absolute hardest you've put in everything that you can put in and that you're really proud of what you put on stage win or lose um this has become I talked about this on social media and it's something that I had mentioned in another podcast and i just really really connected with and it's not about focusing on winning it's focusing on coming away with no regrets knowing that you put everything on the table and gave it your best shot and um, because then it's just that it wasn't your year and that's so much easier to accept than thinking ah oh, i should have done this this and this differently um like and i knew it at the time learning making mistakes and learning is fine but if you knew before you made the mistake that it was going to be a mistake then That's self-sabotage. That's a whole different podcast episode. So this also leads into my next one, which is doubting yourself. You can do this. You have worked hard for this and you know in your heart that you deserve it. Otherwise, why would you be putting yourself forward? Don't doubt yourself. You are totally worthy of this. You need to be doing, well, not need to be doing, but I love to do visualizations, uh, not just of crowning moment. Um, but of past that the things that I'm gonna do that my reasons why why I want that crown why I want that title and what good I'm going to do with it, um. Part of those exercises for me is already working on my platform and my legacy project. Um. Although I've been doing bits towards my platform throughout my time as Ms Middlesex, um they they're like tiny little pebbles in the wall they're not even bricks in the wall to what I've actually got planned uh, but doing some work on those bricks starting to put the foundations in for that wall things like that really helps me to stop doubting myself because I'm like wow look at look at the amazing difference that what I'm doing could make um, and I find that really helps to stop me from losing focus but stops me from doubting myself too. I've uh, got two more for you. So hold in there. This is uh, turning into a fairly long episode. Uh, But my next one is lack of sleep. I am going to be talking about final week prep in a couple of episodes time. And, And one of the things you need to remember to do is plan out your week. And I will go into more detail in that episode. But part of that is knowing that you've got enough sleep, staying up till two in the morning, stoning your fashion wear top which is what I'm currently doing um, (laughs) is not a good idea you need to be prepared in advance so that you have got time to have good rest and sleep for a lot of women and me included you will find you will bloat if you are tired it is one of the biggest detriments to losing weight so if you have been on a weight loss journey as part of your pageant journey I'm not saying everyone should Um, but I know a lot of people use the pageant deadline as a good deadline for for a weight loss or a body goal. Um, Lack of sleep is gonna be hugely detrimental to achieving that. Um, Maybe you've had all your outfits fitted. If you then have a whole week of appalling sleep, you may find things don't fit very well. Sleep can massively affect your body shape. It can massively affect how your skin glows. It can massively affect your energy levels, your mental state. Let's protect that sleep all about protecting the sleep. And as someone with a toddler, I I know, I get it. It's tricky, but let's protect that sleep as much as possible by being organized in advance so that we've got very little to do in the last week, but uh, rest and relax and make sure that we've packed everything. (laughs) So my last one kind of runs into that as well, which is rush about and be stressed. Being planned and organized in advance is gonna really help. Knowing that you're going into your final week, knowing that everything is pretty much done and it's just a case of putting it into the bags and suitcases and getting in the car and off you go. Try and look at the other areas of your life outside of pageantry that are also need to happen in that week. Uh, You're still going to need to eat. So making sure that you've planned to do a supermarket run before that week or that you've booked your tesco order or your card order or whatever shopping product company you use that you've got that happening well in advance and um, make sure that you're not overpacking that week with other things uh life has to happen around pageantry and if you can get ahead of yourself with life you can get ahead of the washing and um ahead of tidying the house and ahead of maybe even work uh, particularly if you work for yourself um, and you've got that joy of flexibility and you can do more work in the week ahead or speak to your boss if you don't work for yourself and say, is it possible for me to do a couple of extra shifts um, in the couple of weeks before? So the week of my competition, I'm working a little bit less and um, speak to colleagues about swapping shifts and things like that. If that is possible with your work, I understand not possible with everyone's career types and career paths, um, but it's always worth an ask and having a look at it and seeing if it's possible. Don't automatically write that off. You never know. Um, But trying to have as little as possible to do in that last week is going to really help you to breathe. (laughs) Breathing is important and stay less stressed. I hope you found that episode super helpful. There is a lot of content there to get your teeth into. um, And uh, it's really nice because these are all the things that I'm starting to plan out at the moment, which is why I thought it was a good episode to do now. Give you a bit of an advanced warning as well. I am also very excited that we have been nominated for a pageant industry award so I will be sharing that over in the Facebook group and on my personal pageant page as well. It would mean so much if you could pop a comment about us on there. Um, my category is particularly tricky uh, so it's the podcast, it's not myself, it's specifically the podcast that has been um nominated so yeah it'd be absolutely amazing if you could go and say how much you love the podcast if you love the podcast um, it would mean so much to me thank you for joining me today i value and appreciate your time so much it's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode please rock on over to our facebook or instagram and share your thoughts and i would love you to give this episode a share while you're there for any specific links check the show notes or rock on over to our website pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode have an amazing day and remember you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself see you soon